Hi, you are now listening to a sermon from Harvest Community Church in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. Today, you'll hear a sermon from Pastor Stan Yee. So without further ado, here he is. All right. Good morning, Harvest. Morning. <laughs> Good morning, kids. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, again, my name is Stan. And it's my privilege to serve as one of the pastors here at Harvest Community Church. Uh, it's actually been quite a while since last time I was up here. I was looking on our website, and I think last time I, I spoke and shared with you guys all was back in July. So it's been it's been a long time. Um, as I've been, every chance I get I, as I come up here, I've been going over the letter to the Ephesians. And for this morning, I'm going to continue uh, that series. And so for those of you that have sermon notes, you know, hopefully some of you guys have these sermon notes. Um, today's title of the message is Grow as God's Workmanship. Grow as God's Workmanship. And uh, for those of you that are wondering, I am comfortable uh, as a man, even though I put up flowers <laughs> as my title slide. It is, it's just such a good picture. I, I was practicing with my wife, Faye, and, and she mentioned uh, that she really liked these flowers. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. But it really does tie in with the message. So we're going to be going over Ephesians chapter 2, 8 through 10. Um, that's Ephesians chapter 2, 8 through 10. It'll be up on the screen. And what I'd actually like to do is um, I'll read verses 8 and 9, and then I would like all of us together to read verse 10. All right, so I'll read 8 and 9, and then all of us together read verse 10. I'll, I'll prompt all of us when I get to verse 10, Okay. So let me read Ephesians chapter 2, 8 through 10, and this is from uh, the NASB version. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. And altogether, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. All right, thank you. Let's pray. Father, we pray for this time as we go over your word together. Uh, Father, we pray for your spirit to really open our hearts to you. Uh, God, may you speak to us. May you help us understand what it truly means to be your workmanship, that we all together are crafted by you, and what that means for us as believers, as Christians. So, Lord, be here. Speak to us this morning. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, for this morning, I'd like to actually begin with a question. And this question is, how do we grow as Christians? How do we grow as Christians? You know, and for some of us, the answer may seem pretty easy, right? We're taught that we grow when we read our Bibles or when we pray. And that is true to a point, right, that reading the Bible and praying are ways that we can, we can grow. But I'm sure many of us have actually experienced times where when we read our Bibles or when we pray, when we actually look at our lives, we don't really feel much of a change. Or, you know, some of us, you know, I know when I first became Christian, I was reading my Bible, I would actually inevitably always fall asleep <laughs> as I was reading it. It was so, so difficult. And so for today, I'd like to really, really speak to those of us who really want to grow as Christians 
but have a hard time seeing that in our lives. And so when we take a verse, uh, a look at verse 10, we see the Apostle Paul here, and he's the, the author of this letter. He wants us to understand a basic truth when it comes to growing as Christians. A basic truth. And he wants us to know that we, all together, are God's workmanship. We are God's workmanship. Now, workmanship is a big word. And you know, I was debating on whether or not to use a different translation, but I think this translation is pretty good. But you know, just for those of us that don't know this word, it means being made or being crafted. Being made or being crafted. And so really the basic truth that the Apostle Paul wants us to know is that we are being crafted by God. We are being crafted by God. Yeah, I like that word crafted. I don't know if some of you who are adults in this room like, like the artisanal stuff. Like I'm getting really into coffee. And so like there's this aspect of crafting that when it comes to making coffee, uh, every morning I make my own cup. And it's just, it's so, I'm so thankful for coffee. <laughs> I see maybe not as many coffee drinkers in this room. But anyways, but there's this aspect of being crafted, right? That we are being crafted by God. And I think this is important for us to reflect on because we usually don't see growth as being done to us. We don't see growth as being done to us. There are many different ways that we grow. And I was just reflecting on, on two, uh, you know, maybe more obvious ones that are relatable to us. And the first is when we grow as from a kid to an adult, a kid to an adult. So how many of you guys have something like this in your homes? Yeah? No? Do you guys have anything like this, or do you just mark on your wall? I know this one's a little bit cuter. I, I, I couldn't really find a good one, but I just remember as a kid, every year around my birthday, my mom would uh, have me inevitably stand up against the wall and then mark uh, where, how tall I was, and then, and then put, a, put a date next to it uh, of that. And, you know, my sisters, I have two younger sisters, they would do that too, and then you would just see over the years... Although my younger sister, who's two years, always was taller than me. <laughs> and then we would fight like cats and dogs because I didn't like that she was taller than me. Um, anyways, that's, uh, but, but really, if you think about it, uh, when we grow as kids into an adult, that is something that just kind of happens, right? Whether it's slow or fast, you know, it just kind of happens to us. And that's one way we can grow, and that's one way we think about what it means like to grow. And another way is that we grow in knowledge. We grow in knowledge. And so here, I know many of us are in classes, right? We're in class. And how many love going to school? Anyone like going to school? Yeah, right? You get to see your friends. You get to learn new things, right? Okay, how many here on the, on the right side? This is training. How many here like training at work? No, okay, I, I thought so, Yeah. <laughs> I remember my time I used to work uh, in a corporate office. I would have to do eight-hour trainings, you know, for a couple of days. Those were, were not fun. Those were not fun. But, but training and classes help us grow in knowledge. And this is also interesting to reflect on and think about because when we grow in training or in classes, right, we have homework, we do stuff, we're told that we get a grade and we're measured by our grades or measured by tests and certifications and these kind of things. And so we grow in knowledge that way. And it's usually something that we do. 
something that we work on, something that how much time we put into it, right? A lot of, I know you guys, like kids, your parents tell you you got to study hard so you can get a good job and so you can buy, you know, anything that you want. <laughs> but, right, it's something that you put into it, that you study, and that's how we grow. Well, growing as a Christian is not like that, actually. Growing as a Christian is not like something that just happens to us, like as a kid or growing into an adult with our height. And it's not something that through hard work you can just make happen, like getting good grades in a class or getting a certification for work. No, growth as a Christian is embracing the truth that we are being crafted by God. But what does that look like? What does it look like to be crafted by God? And there are just two ways I want to go over with us this morning. So the first way is this, that God's work is not our work. God's work is not our work, or is not your work. For those of you taking sermon notes, this is the first point. Put it down. You're going to get a nice prize. I think there's Pokemon cards uh, if you finish your thing. Just incentive. I'm going to use whatever things I can do to keep you interested as I, as I talk up here. So God's work is not your work. God's work is not your work. So this is, you know, sort of obvious, right? If we think about it, you're being crafted by God. That obviously it's, you know, God is doing the work, right? But I think it bears more thinking about or exploring because I think there are many ways that we can misunderstand or misapply this truth in our lives. So really the first is just how we can misunderstand it. I think one way we can misunderstand this is that we think that there's nothing we can do in this whole process of being crafted by God, that there's nothing we can do. And really, I think the Apostle Paul, when he wrote verse 10, he was thinking about this, because here in verse 10, he says this, he says, at the end, so that we would walk in them, right? That we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, so that we would walk in them. I think that's really interesting to think about because here it talks about good works. It talks about we are his workmanship. We are crafted by God. But God wants us to walk, walk in those good works, walk in the ways that God is crafting us. He is inviting us to participate, to be a part, to join him in that process. And so as we think about that, we're like, wow, okay, God is doing something to us, but God wants us to walk in that. What, what is that relationship then? What, what does that even mean? What, is that, what does that really practically look like? And so the best picture I can think of is a plant. And here is a plant. It's a, it's a money plant, I think. <laughs> I was really debating on whether to go with this whole theme of plants because I am honestly not a gardener, but I think it's a really, really good illustration. So here is a plant. You can see that it has nice leaves, and you know my wife, Faye, takes good care of these plants. I don't actually do any of the watering or things. But the reason why I think this is a good illustration is that here, this plant, there's things that it needs, right? It needs soil right here. And it needs water right here. It also needs sunlight, but 
we're in a cafeteria, so there's, uh, there's not much sunlight. And so here the question is, what makes this plant grow? What makes this plant grow? Well, one, we could add soil, good soil to it. Um, well, it's hard. I'm not going to actually add soil. That's going to take a little while. <laughs> but you could add soil to it to help it grow, or you could add water to it to help it grow and give it sunlight, right? But does that actually make it grow? And so for those of you that you know, have taken you know, different classes, you realize that plants actually use the nutrients in the soil. They use the nutrients in the sunlight or you know, the sunlight and do something called photosynthesis. We won't get into that. But you know, it uses that to grow. The soil and the water, actually, it doesn't make it grow. There is a process that the plant uses to grow. And I think that's a really beautiful picture for us as Christians because what God is inviting us to is creating an environment for growth. He's inviting us to till the soil of our hearts, right, and water, water our souls. But God is the one to make this plant grow. And so our, our part in all this is to really attend to the soil and attend to the watering. But we can't make ourselves grow. Only God can do that. And so that leads me to this way that sometimes we can misapply even this aspect. We think, okay, well, you know, this is the soil, I got it. You know, this, this means read my Bible, and this means pray. All right? But really, I think the way to think about it is this, that sometimes we focus too much on the work itself. We focus too much on, okay, I got to read my Bibles. I got to hit that streak in the Bible app. I got to pray every day. And these are, uh, don't get me wrong again, these are important things that we do as Christians. But they don't themselves make us grow. You know, and there's, there's, a, there's a phrase in the gaming community, I really like video games. I, I play a I used to play a lot. <laughs> I don't have as much time anymore. But there's this phrase called try hard. Try hard. That's right. <laughs> and I watch a lot of sometimes streamers and things, and they talk about this. But really what try hard means is this. It's like what happens is when you play in something, and then like especially a professional gamer, they're like, oh, we're just messing around. But now I'm going to try hard. I'm going to try hard to win. right? And so they think about this at you know, as long as I work at this, that there's going to be a specific outcome, namely winning. And I think sometimes as Christians, we think of it in this way. As, as long as I read my Bible and as long as I pray, I'm going to grow. I'm going to be a good Christian. But that's not how God works. That these things are meant so that we can be in God's presence. That we can invite God into our hearts into our lives, into the daily grind, into the times where we're so bored in class that really it's about this environment of our hearts and then really depending on God to grow us. I think it's important to think about this point because so many times we can focus on all the things that God is asking us to do that we miss out on God himself. And I don't want that for you guys. I don't want that for myself either. That really the whole purpose is to meet with God.
So that's the first point. The second point is this, that out of God's work flows, or good work flows out of God's work. Good work flows out of God's work. And really this kind of, if you think about it, makes sense, right? That really because of God's work in us, that then good works comes out. And Paul specifically talks about this. He says this in verse in the beginning of verse 10. He says, for we are his workmanship. We are crafted by God. And then second, he says this. He says, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Right? We see the order matters. Like he intentionally talks about that we are his workmanship first and then talks about how we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. And this is important for us to remember and to just keep holding on to. Because really, ultimately, where it begins is by being saved by God, right? That we talked about this way back in July, but God has given us a gift of grace through Jesus, through his death and resurrection. He's given us that gift, and it starts there. But it doesn't end there. Sometimes we think about it like, okay, I said the prayer, I I believe in Jesus, and now... It's up to me. But no, it doesn't stop. That God is continually working in us, crafting us into his likeness. And then out of that flows everything else. And so it's, I like this idea of a plant again in this scenario because what makes this a plant? That sounds like a very philosophical question, but you know, what, what actually makes this a plant? Is it... Is it because it provides oxygen? Or if this was like a fruit tree or something, that it provides fruit? No. It's a plant because it's green and it does photosynthesis. <laughs> I feel bad. I couldn't think of a better way of talking about that, especially for you younger ones. It doesn't, you know, don't worry. In fifth grade, you're going to learn what that is. It's going to be amazing. It's going to blow your mind. <laughs> Anyways, but that's what a plant is, right? This is what it is. It's not by what it provides. It's not by what it does. It just is what it is. The same thing is for us. We are Christian not because of what we provide, not because of what we do for harvest, not because of we read our Bibles or because we pray. We are because we are crafted by God. That's who we are. We are saved by Jesus. That's why we're Christian. Sorry, it's just, it's, it's, sometimes I feel like it's so easy to get it backwards. I, I've done it so many times in my own life that sometimes I think about it as what I need to do for God is what defines my relationship with God. And that's not what it is. That's not it at all. And you see this sometimes unfortunate cycle in our lives. That sometimes we start with what the needs are in our lives. We start with what we feel like we're lacking, and then we feel like, okay, well, then what I need to do more is I need to pray more. And then because I need to pray more, then if I'm not doing it, then that really then reflects badly on my relationship with God. We have this whole kind of reverse cycle of that. But instead, I think we need to think of a cycle of grace, of 
a, a cycle of grace. And this this is a cycle here. Uh, I'm going to skip. I was going to talk about this water cycle, but no, it's okay. I'll skip that. It's turned into <laughs> like a classroom. I don't know why, like a biology class. But no, I just want to talk about this cycle here. And this this is this is something that I've been reflecting on. I, I've taken from different parts, but I know that there's other other kind of resources out there. But this is something that I've been thinking about more. Is that really the cycle that God calls us to? Is a cycle where it's it's God's work in us, God in me plus me. That's where it starts, right? And then out of that, out of what God is doing in us, as we as we create a good environment, as we till the soil, as we open our hearts by watering it, like as we do, as God works in us, then it's God plus us because it's in community. Sometimes we need, we need other people to help us really grow and to understand who God is because on our own, you just, you just can't really experience what love is because love is other-centered. And so you need God plus us. And then out of that, out of those two comes good works. And then that's why we serve. That's why we serve others. That's why we serve the community, just even as Sarah was sharing and as Pastor Frank was talking about. It's what God is doing in us and God doing in me and God doing in all of us. And then out of that flows everything else. And then when we get tired, when we get drained, what do we do? We don't try harder. <laughs> we turn back to God. We depend on him. Yes, there is an aspect of effort in that. Yes, there is something where we must give our whole selves to God. But really, it is in the place of meeting God where we receive his grace, where we realize in humility that we can't do it on our own, that we need God for everything. It's God in me, God in us, and out of that comes good works. So I'd like to close our time with this, with a thought exercise. Here are two flowers. Which of these two flowers do you feel like more? Do you feel like the one, you know, that looks a little bit healthier, that's kind of almost budding? Or do you feel like the one that's starting to wilt? starting to not look so good. Why do you feel like that? What is God saying to you right now about how you feel? And are there ways that God is inviting you to invite him into this whole process of what it means to grow in him? Is he inviting you to invite him so that you can grow? And are there ways that you can work on the soil, that you can water that is those times with God? Are there ways to do that, to create that environment that really is conducive for growth? Are there ways to do that? What is God saying to you right now? So let's spend some time. I, I just want to invite uh, you know, the praise team, or at least Hannah, to come up, play some music. Let's just spend a few moments in quiet before God.
just reflecting on this image, reflecting on what God is speaking to us about this and inviting him to, to show us what he wants us to reflect on. So let's quiet our hearts and spend this time in silence before God. Father, we come before you and we acknowledge that Lord, we don't always know how to be with you, how to just sit in your presence. Father, we confess that in so many ways we define our relationship with you by what we do, by what we can produce. And Lord, I pray that as we sit and as we reflect, may you invite us in to a place where we don't have to do anything for you. We don't have to produce anything for you. That we can just be with you. And Lord, in that place, I pray that you would refresh us. That you would grant us your strength, your presence, your love for us. And out of that love, out of that renewal, Lord, everything else would flow. All the things and all the needs that we see around us would come out of your presence, your love, who we are in you. We are being crafted by you, God. Help us embrace that truth so that, Lord, the world would see how much you love them and how much you love us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the sermon from Harvest Community Church. If you would like more information or have any questions or comments, check out our website at harvest-community.org. Thanks for listening.